Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. The Rockies looking to bounce back after a walk-off loss on Wednesday night in Kansas City. They get off to a tough start, though. Bottom one, Herman Marquez facing Whit Merrifield. Marquez kicks and fires, and Merrifield hits it in the air to left field. Para going back, and it is gone. Wow. Whit Merrifield can do no wrong against the Rockies. Rockies put a shift on for this left-handed hitter. And the pitch to Moss is hit down the right field line. That's a long way down there. If it's fair, it's a home run. It is gone. It's a home run just inside the right field foul pole. Two solo home runs for the Rockies, one in each inning, 2 nothing Kansas City. Here's his 0-1 to Papia, and he lifts this into left field. It's going to be a base hit. It will score Para. Gonzalez will hold at third base. Didn't hit it hard, but a nice piece of hitting by Tapia. His second hit, and the Rockies are on the scoreboard. They've cut the lead in half, 2-1 Kansas City. 3-2 pitch is hit to left field. Going back is Cabrera, and it is gone. Pat Valleca ends a one for 17 with a touch of all time. And the Rockies take a three to two lead. 1-0 pitch to Moustakis is a fly ball to center field. Charlie Blackman settling under it. He's got it. Greg Holland stands tall in the ninth. Sets the Royals down in order, and the Rockies rally for an important 3-2 win over Kansas City. The Rockies hang on 3-2. They avoid the sweep. Holland bounces back from a blown save Wednesday night against his former team to fire a perfect ninth and collect save number 36 on the season. The Rockies stay a half game behind the D-backs. Pat Valenka finished up the game 1-4 for four with the big two-run homer. He spoke about the blast after the game. Just trying to get on base uh, any way possible. Uh, got to a 3 2 count and uh, faced him the night before, so I knew he liked his slider on the hands a little bit, so kind of in my back, back of my mind. I played through it and I didn't miss it. Yeah, when, when um, so you felt like you knew what, what he was going to do at that point, right? Uh, educated guess, I'd say. Yeah, just, yeah, I actually only saw one pitch from the first night, but. Uh, just watching video, I think of, that's his pitch, so um, kind of in the back of my mind. 
how big is it for you guys to get this win, get out of here with a win? I know the last couple of nights have been difficult, and it's been a rough stretch for the team. Yeah, it feels good. Um, it feels good to uh, get a win. You know, it was a great day by a lot of guys. Marquez battled. You know, the lineup, I think, battled. Um, it feels good to... Uh, you know, kind of play a complete game and, and get a win. There's kind of an adage in baseball that when a team is not performing offensively, it can be contagious both ways, right? I mean, the whole team gets hot, you loosen up, you, and then when you're pressing, people, as they say, grip the bat a little too tight. When you came up in that situation, you know what's at stake. Did, did you just tell yourself, okay, just take the at-bat, don't try to do too much? or? Yeah. Um, or am I making too much of the no, situation? No, definitely. Um, it's funny you said that too. After uh, I popped up that bat before, you know, I was pretty frustrated. And Chuck came up to me and said, you know, just something simple, just stay with it. And, uh, you know, I kind of just got my mind right just to, uh, you know, it's over with and get to the next at bat. And um, that's just kind of what I did. Has that been a team wide thing where maybe. The way the stretch has gone, everybody's got to find a way to battle the frustration and not let that become the problem. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's a, it's a lot more fun to win, that's for sure. So, um, you know, I don't think we're putting too much pressure on ourselves. We just have to, uh, we just have to play better. I think flat out, um, you know, I think everyone can get better, and I think uh, I know we will. So, um, feels good to get a win. Given the uh, closeness of the games the last yeah. three days, do you have the feeling like two teams that are trying to get into the postseason? Yeah, they're they're a good team. Um, the lineup's good. You know, the pitcher's good. Bullpen's good. So, um, you know, it was a it was a battle. Every every game was was tough. Um, it's close games, and uh, it's good to uh, to win this one and uh, head into the Brave series. For Holland, it was important to get right back at it after the blown save on Wednesday. He spoke about save number 36 after the game. I don't think a lot of times it just shows up uh, all at once. I think it's kind of a slow process. Um, you kind of over-exaggerate things on your side work and stuff, and then you hope that slowly those reps start translating into the game. Um, but, you know, I talked to Darren Holmes and uh, Fausti and and Buddy, and um, we just went over some things like, you know, here's what you were doing early in the season when you were commanding the baseball and getting ahead of hitters. And, um, you know, we expect you to get back to that because that's who you are as a player. And, uh, you know, hopefully these next five, six weeks, um, it'll translate on the mound. Do you feel How like important is it for you, particularly as a veteran closer, to know that your manager is your first time you've been with him as your back the way Buddy does? You know, a little bit of a tough stretch, but he's had your back all the way. It's it's nice knowing that, um, you know. But you also got to understand that um, as a player, you got a job to do, and you're expected to do it. When you don't do it, there's consequences for those actions. So uh, that's part of it, you know. Uh, and hopefully, uh, you know, like I said, it'll, I'll, I'll continue to trend in the right direction and pitch like I'm capable of pitching. Do you feel like? Um when you got out there today, you were able to just compete and kind of forget about the adjustments, or is, is there still a little bit of that in your head? Yeah, I, I think um, typically for me, when I do struggle with my command, I start thinking about my delivery a little bit on the mound, and I've always been one to think that um, once you're on the mound, you're competing. Um, 
and it, when you start worrying about mechanical adjustments, uh, there's too much going through your head because there's a big league hitter standing there trying trying to get on base. You know, so uh, I think it's more predicated on competing once you're out there on the mound. Setbacks last night. Or just some of your three days in Kansas City. Well, we lost two out of three, uh, but I got to see a lot of former teammates and a lot of good friends. Uh, you know, not just not just the players, but the, some some of the coaches, some of the uh, some of the strength guys, some of the clubhouse guys, um, some of the people, the grounds crew. I mean, I got to see a lot of people I haven't seen in a while and uh, spent some time with them. So. I'm glad I got to do that. I wish we would have, uh, you know, I wish I'd pitched a little better last night and we could pick two out of three. But um, it was uh, it was really special to get to um, to see some of those guys and you know wish them luck uh, this next um, going down the stretch because uh, you know we're kind of in the same thing with the wild card race and um, they've been there, done that. We got some players on our side that have been there and done that too. So it should be fun for both teams. When um, something happens like last night, was it? Harder to get over because it was here, or does it really matter if you had pitched here before? Whatever is it, just tough. I, I mean, yesterday was yesterday. Yeah. You know, I, I talked about it last night. Um, I told told uh, Falsey and Homie and Buddy, I'm not worried about tomorrow. So I, you know, I, I I tend to turn the page because I, as a young player, when you don't turn the page, um, you dig yourself a deeper and deeper hole. So I. Um, do what you got to do. Uh, when it's all over, you got to wake up the next day refreshed and uh, ready to get back after Marquez was good in a no decision, allowing two runs over six innings. And his manager Bud Black talked about the win after the game. Well, you know, we had a we had a good discussion last night between uh, Holly, uh, Darren Holmes, Steve Foster, and myself about a couple things. A couple of things, uh, you know, some pitching principles and some mechanics things uh, that we wanted Greg to sleep on overnight. Uh, you know, not knowing how he'd feel physically coming in, you know, day game after night game, and you know, got stressed obviously last night. But and then we spoke again this morning about a couple things that uh, again sort of reiterated what we talked about last night, and and I talked to him a little bit about a few things, and uh, and we and we felt good about the conversation and uh, and where he was uh, both mentally and physically, and some of the adjustments that he was going to make uh, in his next outing. It just so happened to be today. So, uh, again, I mean, you look at, you know, the, uh, the track record of Greg Holland, who he is as a, as a pitcher, you know, what he's done in the ninth inning uh, in his career, uh, and what he's done this year. And granted, it's, it's been a little rocky of late, but, uh, you know, we felt as though at that moment today, he was the guy to go to. Mechanical? It's a combo, I think. It's uh, it's a combination of uh, you know some mechanical things that you know we discussed, uh, and a little bit of mindset. You know when you you know when you have a few rough outings, uh, you know it doesn't matter who you are. Uh, Mariano Rivera, Trevor Hoffman, uh, who I had, uh, other great closers, Greg Holland. Uh, you know it 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 can shake you a bit, and. You know, the only way to get back on track is to get out there and convert, and, and Greg did that. So hopefully, moving forward, we'll see, you know, more of what we saw, you know, the early part of the year. But you know, there's just some things that he still has to, in my opinion, address. Uh, you know, I won't speak to him now, but you know, this, those will be, you know, things that we'll continue to talk about. But uh, it was good to see for Greg and the team. But you know, that's what it takes. I mean, that game was won by, 
uh, you know, for us, one big swing and also the bullpen doing a, a nice job of three scoreless innings. And Herman, you know, obviously, you know, after the first two solo home runs, he put up 4-0. So, you know, you know, that's the type of game. And those were the games that were played here in this series. Hard fought, well pitched, uh, a big swing uh, here or there changes the complexion of all three games. And, you know, today was our turn. Yesterday was their turn. Uh, we had a chance in game one in the ninth uh, with Pat. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, when, uh, you know, two outs and Alexander came in and made a pitch. But, uh, you know, those were three really good games. Uh, when, you, when you think about the, you know, the excitement at the end, uh, you know, a little bit of, you know, the drama. Uh, of a of a tight game where every pitch is critical as the as the game moves into the later innings, uh, those are three those are three good games. You talked a, a lot about how, how Mike Dunn has regained what we saw early. Today he did it again. I think three strikeouts, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Can you give us a specific what stood uh, out for you and what he's doing today, so well I, now? Again, I think the slider is in a, is uh, is really been effective. You know, the slider, I think, more than anything, Patrick has, has come back uh, to where uh, it was early in the year. And, and the times that he throws well, I think the slider's always in play. And, I, you know, I think the fastball uh, command is much better, too. So, again, it's the, I think it's more consistent strikes, uh, the sharpness of the slider. And, you know, he's just getting himself in better pitcher's counts. Uh, and when you do that consistently, you should have success. How about Herman? I mean, you know, gave up a couple of home runs, but basically stayed in the zone, challenged hitters. You know what Catfish Hunter said? Solos don't beat you. And today, they did. How profound is that? <laughs> the Rockies' road trip continues in Atlanta on Friday. Chad Bettis gets the ball against Julio Tehran. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.